Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. And in this podcast episode, we are going to talk about why money, fitness, and social status don't always solve the challenges of meeting girls, and in some ways can even make it worse. And I think Tim Ferriss' story is the perfect example of that. He's a highly successful person in good shape, and he's as popular as anyone who isn't a movie star could aspire to be. Tim recently shared that the relationship with his ex-girlfriend of several years who he was planning to start a family with has come to an end. And many guys would say that a person as successful and well-rounded would do incredibly well jumping back in the dating pool. But Tim shared his struggles and fears about being back in the dating game in his recent podcast episode number 658 with the coach Matt Moshari. And after a few days ago seeing his Instagram post about uh, the different, the, the joke about online dating and how different the pictures on the profile look from the way the actual person looks when you hop on a video call with them, I thought, why couldn't someone like Tim Ferriss approach any girl he likes or simply improve his ability to meet girls in any social setting he's at? From what he shared, I understand there are a few things he's concerned about. Number one, girls being interested in him for the wrong reasons. Maybe on the fifth date, they would say, oh, by the way, I'm writing this book. Maybe you could blah, 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 blah. And they would only bring this up on the fifth date. So he has wasted so much time and he can't really be sure. Are they interested in him for who he is or because he can help them with something? Number two, expectations versus reality of online dating because of filters and how different people look in the real world. And third one, risk of being accused by girls of doing something he never did to extort money from him. I think learning to meet girls in any everyday situation, for example, social gatherings, museums, on a street, grocery store, farmer's market, etc., could solve all three of these problems, at least partially, and it wouldn't be too hard for him to learn this, especially because in his show years ago, Fearless, he actually had an episode with Neil Strauss uh, where he was learning old-school techniques of approaching girls. Of course, using old-school pickup techniques isn't a good idea for anyone who is a public person or anyone in general, but the good news is the whole idea of approaching women in public has evolved to a completely new level over the last year to a way that's calibrated, ethical, and I would even say polite and pleasant for the girl if done the right way. And all of this is what I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode. And if you're new to my podcast, then I am St. Robert, and for the last almost five years, I've been teaching guys from literally all over the world about day game and dating. I've worked with guys from USA, Canada, Australia, Hong Kong, Israel, all over Europe, Switzerland, UK, etc., you name it. And in this podcast, I interview guys who have become very good at day game, uh, usually guys from very different backgrounds, so you can listen to their stories and maybe find something that would work for you as well. Or on other types of episodes, I talk about technical step-by-step ways you can improve your day game and dating. If you're a day gamer who goes out and is actually 
taking action and you like a technical step-by-step approach to day game and you like discuss day game that way then we have a community of more than 400 guys from literally all over the world a group chat on telegram which you can join by clicking the link in description but if you want to improve your texting and learn what to do on dates so the date would end exactly how you want it to end then head over to daygamecourses.com where i have several free texting and dating courses those are courses i created several years ago so you'll see the production quality is complete crap but the advice there has helped hundreds and hundreds of guys and now let's jump back onto the conversation whether day game can improve the dating life of highly successful people while using tim ferris as an example first let's talk about why did i choose tim ferris as an example very simple. I'm a big fan. I've read almost all of his books. I, I, I didn't finish the last one because I didn't like the format. I've listened to countless and countless of his podcast episodes. His podcast is definitely the most listened thing on my Spotify. When he was releasing his NFT, where all the money from the sales would go to, uh, to fund research of, I think, MDMA and other psychedelic substances, if you can call MDMA a psychedelic, I think in John Hopkins, I was on a wait list to buy it, but because I messed up on a software, I, I hadn't updated the software, I couldn't buy it, so I... I still, uh, everything Tim has done in the past has been very successful, so I still wanted to make a bet uh, on on this NFT. I still bought it, and actually one of the biggest reasons I bought it, I was hoping that because the money goes to support this research, Tim Ferriss maybe in the future would do events where if you have that NFT, you can attend the event and meet him in person. That's actually the main reason I bought it. So I'm a big fan. That's number one reason why I chose Tim Ferriss as an example. But there is another more important reason. Tim Ferriss is a very successful but under-the-radar guy. He has money. He is decently fit. He's low-key famous. Things that guys aspire to and they think, if I will have those things, I will have all the girls. So I think there's definitely a conversation to be had that to show that that's not actually the case or rather that's not what you want to do to meet girls because as we spoke before, he does have things he really has to be worried about. And from the other perspective, I know that there are quite a few guys in my audience in the same shoes as Tim Ferriss when it comes to their dating life, having, doing good in life uh, financially, being re decently fit, being somewhat known to a level where they have to kind of think twice before choosing a way they're going to be meeting girls. Next one small thing I want to talk about, just in case you are new to my podcast and you've listened this far, but you still don't really understand fully what I'm talking about, what day game is, I want to give like a very short description. Day game is this very simple, you could call it, I don't know, science, art, a mix of both, of approaching and meeting girls in everyday situations. Most guys do that on the street. So let's say you're going to your work, you see a beautiful girl on the street and, and you just stop her, you start a conversation with her, you do a few things to make her interested in you, to make her more attracted to you, because she's probably running to work, she's thinking about other things, it's your job at that point to make her interested, so there's a 
whole skill set to make her interested in you in the beginning of the conversation. You get to know her over like a six to ten minute long conversation. You take the phone number and then later you go on a date with her. Of course, it's not only street. You can do that anywhere. You can do that in grocery stores, in shopping malls, in coffee shops. Literally, I would say almost anywhere. But if most guys try to stop a girl on a street, they would first of all run into the problem of having too much fear, or they would try to stop her and she wouldn't stop, or she would stop, they would say, give her a compliment, uh, and she would just say thank you and walk off. They would learn that it's very, very hard to actually have that full conversation which ends with a date later. There is a lot to be learned to become good at it. And well, that's what we're doing here. And you might say, well, you don't expect Tim Ferriss to run around the streets approaching a bunch of women, do you? No, obviously I don't. That's not really what day game is about long term. That's how guys learn day game. They're doing a lot of approaches. They're talking to a lot of girls. But I, there is this big argument, what's the best way to meet women? And then guys who do day game will say day game. And then guys who do online game would say online. And, and party guys would say, yo, you got to go out and do night game. Well... I don't really care for different types of guys, different types of things work, but when it comes to the question, what's the best way of learning to talk to girls in a way that will give you a skill set that you can then apply to any setting, I think that is hands down day game because what you learn online will not work in a bar, in a club, on a street. Things that work in nightclubs Again, will not work on, on the streets because in nightclub, everyone is tipsy. Everyone is in general out. Not everyone, but a lot of people are having that idea. Maybe I'm going to meet someone tonight. Well, when it comes to day game, you are approaching in an environment where girls aren't expecting anyone to approach them. So it's a very natural setting that, and, and all of those skills learned on a street, you can later implement in bars. Again, as I said, in coffee shops, etc. Some guys implement that at nightclubs. That kind of depends on a city where you are at, but I really think it's the best way to learn the game. And would I expect Tim Ferriss to run around the streets and talk to all the girls? No, but if he learned the concepts and ideas and techniques of day game and became good at them, he could use the same techniques to, to talk to any girl he likes in any situations, whether when he's shopping for groceries, but on his way to the gym or anywhere else. If you are someone who is concerned about your image, then you need to take a little bit different approach to dating, to dating, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And next, let's talk about the three concerns Tim Ferriss had, girls being interested in him for the wrong reason, differences between the pictures online and how they look in real life because of filters, etc., and risk of being accused by girls of doing something he never did to extort money from him. And when discussing these, we're going to look at how they are when you're meeting girls online versus how they are when you're meeting them in everyday situations. So first, girls being interested in you for the wrong reasons. This is really, really simple. If a girl knows who you are, there is a higher chance she will be interested in you for the wrong reasons. So in a way, it would be better to date, to meet a girl, to start dating a girl before she really knows who you are. And here comes the problem with online dating. If a girl 
is interested in pushing her book and making her podcast more popular, whatever it is, wrong reason, she's not interested in you for you, she's interested in you for something else. Well, if she sees you online, she's definitely gonna swipe right, she's definitely gonna be very nice when chatting with you, she's definitely gonna go out on a date because she has different interests. And the risk online being is, if she has those interests, she's definitely swiping right. And if she doesn't know who you are or doesn't have these interests, well, then you're just another guy on an online dating app. And well, will she swipe right? Will she swipe left? She will swipe right the same percentage as she would swipe on any other dude. So, a random girl who doesn't know who Tim Ferriss is is just as likely to swipe right on him as on another dude on an online dating app, whereas a girl who knows who he is is 100% gonna swipe right if she has bad intentions. Next, let's talk about the looks, looks online versus looks in real life. Online dating is extremely competitive, extremely looks-based, and there is a bunch of research about this. And the research says that the small percentage of the best-looking guys are getting all the matches and going out with the girls, while most of the guys, I think it was something like 80%, are getting very, very, very few matches. So we again end up at the same situation. She either knows who you are and swipes right because of that, but is that why you want her to swipe right? Or she doesn't know who you are and you are just another average looking dude on a dating app with nothing special about you. And Tim Ferriss has a lot of strength to play in his personality and hobbies and interests and lifestyle and everything. But he doesn't get to play any of those because he's just another dude on a dating app unless the girl recognizes him. So he's gonna get catfished just as much as I would be. And the third thing, risk of being accused by girls of doing something he never did to extort money from him. Tim said that he knows, he has several, several friends who had, who had had this problem, who had been extorted a lot of money from by girls. And again, we again end up with the same uh, with the same situation. If a girl on a dating app recognizes who you are and knows you have a lot of money, you are way more in risk of things like that happening. So that's the problem with having some recognizability when you're doing online dating. And now let's compare online dating to day game. Problem number one, girls being interested in you for the wrong reasons. When you approach a random girl in a random situation, whether that's, again, grocery store, museum, wherever you saw someone you really would like to connect with, well, the likelihood of her knowing who you are is much, much lower than uh, a girl you would meet online. Because remember, if she knows who you are and has bad intentions, she's swiping right. If not, you're just an average dude. Whereas on the street, you're approaching a girl and not that many of them, even though Tim Ferriss is a popular dude, but not that many women will know who he is in a random situation on the street. So this problem is solved. Then the second problem of... Uh, 
online pictures versus real life. Again, when you approach someone on the street, they are looking their, not their best, not their worst, usually their average. And when they come out on a date, they're usually much better looking than when you met them on a street. So again, this problem is solved. And the third problem, the risk of being accused by girls of something. Again, if she has bad intent online, she's definitely swiping right. But on the street, the average girl is very nice and she's not interested in doing anything bad to you. I don't hang out in those circles. I don't have a lot of people I know who are that successful, but I assume that a big part of risks of, of being accused by girls of something they didn't do comes from online dating or hanging out in places where those girls specifically go to meet guys like that. So yes, of course, you have to pay attention to where you are meeting your girls. And I think that meeting them in everyday random situations puts you in way less risky situations. And now, if you are someone who is uh, a public person, more or less, or you are worried about limit, uh, your image, let's talk about some things you should do or could do differently, some actions you could take to reduce the risks if you are concerned about your image. First, let's talk about the risk of, of being accused of something you didn't do. Uh, well, I, I do think that if you become really, really good at seducing women, you actually have to think about that because there are these situations where, where you, where a good day gamer, a good seducer will make a girl feel like, like really, really nice. She will really like the guy. She will be in this bubble and they will be spending this amazing evening together and they will very oftentimes sleep very fast, but there are, there are a small percentage of occasions when it happens so fast and, and that, that the next day she might not be happy about the decision she made yesterday. And we're not talking here about her being drunk or, or anything like that that can happen completely sober. It's just you're having this amazing, amazing evening with this nice guy and it's just you're connecting really, really well and one thing leads to another and then you wake up next morning and you think, oh shit, what did I do? And if you have a lot to lose, then I think you don't want to put yourself in too many situations like that. I've actually had coaching calls with, with very good day gamers from LA who are very, very successful in life. They were actually such good day gamers that I asked them, why, why, why do you even need a coaching call? Why do you need, what do you need from me? And they just said, honestly, I like, I have no one of that level of day game like me, like, like he was. That, that he could talk with. And that's why he just wanted to have a chat to discuss this uh, thing. And it's a real risk if you have things to lose. So one thing I would say is if that's your case, uh, don't rush delay, don't escalate that fast. Maybe don't always try to sleep in like two hours on the first date. Maybe take things a little bit slower in the beginning. Second thing, if you're really worried about some legal action taken, taken against you, that, then again, you should really talk with your lawyer about how to protect yourself. Because look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He's always dating these super young girls. And, and do you really think no one has tried to extort money from him? Is he paying all the time? I'm pretty sure he has found a way to protect himself. So he doesn't get accused of things he didn't do. So just talk to your lawyer to find out what you can do about this. And then there are a few more things you 
maybe should think about if you are thinking about really learning this skill set, getting a coach and, and really devoting your, your, your time to it for a bit. Uh, first, I would say if you are worried about coach, maybe talking to other people that he telling other people that he coached you because, you know, that's a bragging right. If you are someone who is in the know, then think about asking the coach to sign a non-disclosure agreement about everything that happened during coaching. Of course, if you want someone to sign your NDA about the fact that they coach you, they will probably charge you more. I would uh, increase the price a few times if I had to sign an NDA just because I don't want to sign a document that that puts me in any risk. But if I'm doing that, then well, I'm going to probably charge triple to do that. But if you are a person of, of such level, then I don't really think that choosing who you work with is a question of money. It's, it's finding someone that's actually good at what they do and, and having probably hired a lot of people, you know how to do that. And of course, it's about also protecting your privacy and staying anonymous, etc. Second, if you are thinking, okay, well, am I going to learn in the city where I live where I do have a chance of running into someone I know or some journalist seeing me, etc. I would highly, highly suggest in learning in a different location. I've had uh, guys who wanted to learn day game, but they're fairly known figures in where they live. And I have suggested learning in different locations, learning in places where people just wouldn't know who you are. Go, go to another country, go to another part of the world, learn the skill set there. And then once you are at the level where you know, okay, I know the skill set, now I can do this, you can go back to your city and you can approach women wherever you are because you're not going to go run, be running around and talking to 20 girls every day. You're going to be doing that here or there. So yes, just do it in a different location where no one knows who you are. I think these are the biggest fears that people have when, when they're thinking about learning day game if, if they are public figures. But uh, if I haven't covered your fears and, and you have other fears, then simply go to Google and, and search Tim Ferriss fear setting. It's a wonderful exercise that lets you work you through your fears, understand what they are, and to really figure out are they realistic? How can I, what, what can I do to prepare for them? What can I do to minimize these risks, etc. The next topic I want to talk about is, is there such a thing as ethical day game? You probably have read Neil Strauss's book, The Game, but what many guys don't know is the book he wrote later, The Truth, where he talked about how he has completely changed his opinions about the world of pickup, seduction, etc., and how he had to do a lot of therapy work to be able to, after all these adventures he has had, to build a quality relationship with his girlfriend. And if you look how that old school pickup world was functioning, what it was built on back then, then I kind of see his point. Because if you look at peacocking, this idea that you're wearing something that catches girls' attention to make it easier to start a conversation with her. Well, when you look at peacocking, what that they were doing back then, it was pretty damn outrageous. It was fur coats and, and steampunk glasses and... It was really, really ridiculous things and a lot of it was based on, on fake stories that weren't even true and, and fake techniques, etc, etc. Maybe even lying to the girl about your intentions with her and pretending to be someone you're not and to be interested in something more than just having fun with her. 
But then you look at day game, uh, maybe 10 years ago when, when the London day game model really, really took off. Maybe it was like more, a little more than 10 years ago. If you look at London day game model back then, yes, or, or day game in general back then, yes, a lot of the things uh, that, that came from night game, like this outrageous peacocking and, and things like that and, and being just too, too, I don't know, extroverted. No, but kind of a bit too wild. A lot of that was dropped to have more natural conversations on a street, but back then it was still based on using a lot of copy-paste material. Copy-paste material you learned from someone else. Stories that you learned from some other guy. Some guy had some experience with a girl from Germany. He had, or, or used to live in Germany. He had a great story he could tell to every girl who was from Germany. He said, oh, you know, I used to live in Germany or oh, I know these people in Germany and blah, 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 blah. And it was, and then some other guy would take his story and use it again, or still in our group should we have very many, like once in a while we have guys asking, hey, uh, can you send me your best photo pings so I can use them in my texting? Just guys just want to use images that you're sending to girls of stuff you do during your day to copy and use the same stuff with their girls. Well, I don't think that's a good thing to do. It's still kind of, I, I think it's too primitive, to be honest. If you want to listen to someone else's stories, let's say you, you say, hey, I, I met a girl from Germany and I had, I didn't know how to, how to make her interested in me, how to have a good conversation about Germany. What do you usually, what stories do you usually use about Germany? And then you want to listen to that story and use that story knowing that it works for the other guy. You want to use that story as an inspiration to, to come up with your own story, something from your own life or your opinions about Germans. I think that's great. You can use that as inspiration. That's very good. Or if you want to look at a texting that, that text some guy sends to a girl to, to keep her engaged in texting and then ask her out. If you want to look at what he does and use that as inspiration to, to improve your own texting, again, I think that it's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to just copy what someone else is doing in, in terms of use the same pictures he's sending, etc., I just think, is your life really so boring that there is nothing you can send to a girl? You have to learn what good texting consists of, what are the principles and what types of images and texts work and what, what types of, what types don't work. And you can learn that by looking at someone else's texting, but then try to use the same principles to improve your own texting. Everyone in, in the dating kind of all this industry, this community is talking about high value dudes and high value men and, and, well, if you think about those high-value men, like, do you think they're using someone else's texts from someone else's pictures from someone else's life to talk to girls? I don't think that's what they're doing. And I think just as now we are looking back at things like peacocking and what guys used to do 15 years ago in, in, uh, in Night Game, and we're looking at that and we're thinking, oh my God, those guys were ridiculous. I think that when you talk to a guy who is uh, like a high, let's call him high, I know it's a cliche term, but let's call it a high value guy, guy who is doing well in life and this guy wants to learn to meet girls. But when he looks in this industry of, of, of day game and he sees what guys are doing of copy paste stories and using someone else's texts, what do you think a guy like that 
would think about this whole industry and people in it. I don't think there is anything good to think about that. So if you want to become uh, whatever high value you do, then maybe start behaving like one. Stop pretending to be someone you're not. Because when it comes to the question, is there such a thing as ethical day game? I think this is one of the big questions of ethical day game. Are you kind of being honest about your life, about who you are? Uh, and, and what your life is like, or are you to pretend? Are you pretending to be someone you're not? And of course, that also comes down to pretending about, uh, pretending to have more uh, different intentions than you actually have. If you're only interested in having some fun with that girl, and maybe not interested in having any serious relationships with that girl. Of course, there is nothing wrong with just sleeping with girls left and right if that's what you want to do. And there is an ethical way to do it. You don't have to. You don't, you never have to lie to a girl about your intentions. I think guys lie because they believe girls to be these, uh, I don't know, fragile snowflakes who are only interested in, 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 a, in a guy on a white horse. Uh, and that's the difference. Guys with a lot of experience in, in dating and day game, and especially when it comes to having fun with girls, these guys have learned that guys, uh, that girls aren't precious snowflakes and that girls also want to have fun. So is there such a thing as ethical day game? Yes, but you have to start actually acting the way, walking the walk instead of pretending to be someone you're not. And if you are already, uh, let's again, high well you do it, whatever that means, and then you learn day game, I think it's incredibly easy to actually be ethical when you're day game because you are already providing the value and day game is just a delivery mechanism to deliver that value, the, the, the idea of that value to the girl you're starting to date. I know this was a big ramble and this is the part that's gonna get uh, kinda hateful comments from the community, but honestly, if you really, really disagree with this and, and, and you, you think that, uh, fuck this, I'm gonna keep lying, I'm gonna be pretending someone I'm not, maybe I'm not the guy you should be listening to. And now, uh, a few more things I want to talk about, and this is specifically if, if you are in a position of being a little bit of more of a public person and you decide, hey, I, I want to learn this thing, I want to try this, where do I start? Um, so uh, how do you start? You will definitely, uh, well, if you if you are worried about day gaming in the place where you are and then doing tons of approaches while you learn the skill set, because it's, it's going to take a lot of approaches to actually become decent to day game, uh, I would say you will most likely start with someone else teaching you day game. You will hire a coach uh, because that will teach you how to learn day game much, much faster. And probably in, in your life, you have a lot of stuff to do. So instead of learning this over a few years very slowly, you can learn this fairly fast if you hire the right coach. But next, let's talk about how to figure out who to hire. And I'm not going to be telling hire me. I'm going to give you the principles you can use to hire anyone who would uh, fit you. And the first and the biggest mistake you are going to be making, you're going to be seeing a professional website that looks really, really good, that they look, uh, that they work with people like you. But you have to understand that in this industry, there is a, there are a lot of people who are uh, specifically targeting highly successful people to improve their dating life because that's where they can charge the most money. So uh, when you see that uh, shiny, great website, there are still a few things you have to do to understand if that guy will really be able to help you. 
because a lot of guys are really, really good at selling. But the thing is, I a big part of guys who I coach have been coached before by the biggest names in the industry. They've been burned. They've worked with someone and then they were like, oh, damn, it wasn't what they promised it would be. Now I have to uh, look for someone who can actually help me. So I have a very simple three-step process you can use to figure out whose advice will work for you. Step number one, watch their content, listen to their content and try to understand if you're really resonating with them. If what they're saying will work, make sense in your head. If you, if it kind of fits your, your, your framework and just think, is what they're saying, does it make sense or not? Step two, Get something cheap from them because if what they uh, said uh, made sense and if you tried something from, from their advice, some of their advice and it improved your dating, you saw some results, uh, get a cheap product from them because if, if the free stuff was good, then the paid stuff will probably be way, way, way better. Uh, get a coaching call, get some simple online course from them, something like that, something that's not going to break the bank. And, and take a lot of your time again to see how valuable their advice gets when you are paying for it. And if the stuff you got from paying was much, much better than the free stuff, then you can go ahead and hire them as a coach because you, you've done your homework, you've tested their free stuff, you've tested their cheap stuff. Now go ahead and just hire them. Well, guys, that's it for this time. We've looked at what problems guys who do have everything that a lot of guys want, who have the money, who, who are decently looking guys and, and who have the public image. Uh, is their life as shiny, as dating life as shiny uh, as, as, as we think? Well, we looked at why it isn't the problems they face, the, the, how those problems are made even bigger and more serious when uh, through online dating. And we looked at how day game can actually work around all of those problems, how they can learn day game without risking their public image by learning in different places, figuring out they work the right way. They're doing it in an ethical way, protecting themselves legally, and then finding the right coach to work with them. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as I said before, if you are a day gamer who's going out taking action and likes technical conversations about day game, then join our group chat on Telegram. You'll find the link to join in the description of this video. And if you want to improve your texting and learn what to do on the days, then head over to daygamecourses.com where you will find several free online courses, one on texting, one on dating. As I said before, I made it many years ago, so production quality is complete crap, but the advice there works. Thank you for listening, guys, and see you in the next podcast episode. Ciao, guys.